Uh, I asked John what his advice to our listeners would be about maintaining good habits over the holidays. And he said, no more than three Caesars for breakfast. (laughs) Oh boy. And I was like, okay, I guess that's good advice. (laughs) Wow. So uh, that's the John McCall's school of thought on keeping healthy habits over the holidays, ladies and gentlemen. No more than three Caesars for breakfast. All right. I'll uh, note that. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we are getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. We are heading into the holidays. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about how to keep our good habits up over the holiday season. In Umi Likey, I'm into festive fingernail painting, and Jenny is liking a movie she watched on Netflix. My win is related to taking a vacation, and Jenny's learn is related to her recent success uploading her photos to the cloud that came with an unexpected cost. But first, we are going to discuss our best advice for why and how to stay on track over the holidays so that you are ahead of the curve for starting 2020. We all know that all of our good habits can really go off the rails during the holiday season. Parties, treats that are only made once a year, late nights, drinks with friends, time off in between Christmas and the new year makes you occasionally say, what day of the week is it? Our regular routines go out the window and our good habits tend to go along with them. But we want this year to be different. We want to sail through the holidays with our habits in check and be ready for 2020 with good momentum behind us and zero regrets. We won't need New Year's resolutions because we will already be living them before 2019 is over. So let's get into some of the things that you can focus on during the holiday time that might usually go off the rails. So some of these might be appealing to you and some may not. And as you'll see, Jenny and I also may have differing opinions on some of them. So take what resonates with you and leave the rest. So I have one that I know you are going to have some thoughts about, um, and it is setting an alarm to wake up. So let's just, let's just set this out. We know that sleeping in can be a nice break, but I would encourage you to think about setting an alarm, maybe not all of the days, um, but some of them and waking up early to get a head start on your day. So having some habits like waking up early, maybe it's meditating. Um, this can kind of help structure your day a little bit and set the tone for the rest of your day, as well as for those with little ones in their house, when they are home for the holidays, they might get a little squirrely. Um, it's a nice chance to have a little time alone and get yourself sorted before things get going. But I know for a lot of people, this is sleep in time. Sure. And so I like the spirit of this for sure. I like the idea of having some routine and maintaining some of that. I also really like the idea of 
having some time for yourself, especially if you have little ones. So for John and I, we don't have kids. So for me, the sleep in time is part of what vacation is. So I still want to maintain some routine, but I don't think like I could, I could think to myself, maybe that's a good idea, but I don't think I really would ever set an alarm. So the spirit of what I'll take from this piece of advice is that I will maintain some of my routines. I'll keep doing my saunas. I'll keep doing my um, Duolingo. I'll keep writing in my journal. So all of those things are locked in and I'll keep doing them for sure. But I I don't think I'm going to set an alarm. So if you do that, Jenny, if you do that, listeners, more power to you. I love it. Yeah. All right. So this is... We'll move on from setting the alarm. And it'd be interesting to hear from people if this is appealing to them, not appealing to them. It's something that I will probably do, I'll say, during the week to have some consistency of like what is a week and what is a weekend. Because I know that happens to me over the holidays where I lose track of what day of the week it is. Okay. And I do like um, getting a little bit more intentional about my time because I find when I don't know what day of the week it is, I don't know what's going on. I waste a lot of time and I don't really get the real enjoyment of that downtime because it all just be kind of becomes this nebulous. Yeah. There is something to be said for having some intention behind how you're going to spend the time because otherwise you're right. It just sort of disappears and you you get to the end of it and you're like, well, what did I even do on the holidays? So if you have a plan to do some things, then you can use this time intentionally and get up early to do them. So yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just feel like realistically, I'm probably not going to set my alarm. But yeah, I like the spirit of it, Jenny. Fair. Um, Okay, next up is food. This is a big one. Definitely. Of course. So there's so many awesome treats this time of year. And a lot of the time, these are those kind of treats that only come out this time of year. So maybe you have family members that this is like the special thing that they bake at Christmas um, or whatever tradition you celebrate. Um, So it's a real now or never scenario, which can trigger all sorts of those thoughts and justifications that we all make about why we can just basically go face down in a tray of cookies and then wake up the next day with regret and a sore tummy. So why not try out this little strategy? Deciding ahead of time what is a reasonable amount and then really savoring it and enjoying it And then practicing a bit of willpower to just stop. See how it feels. I'm a pretty intense cookie monster from way back. And I remember one day it hit me that I'd tried every single cookie. I I didn't know what would be different about the fifth compared to the first. And it didn't really taste that great after the first. And I kind of just felt dirty about it. (laughs) So my advice is plan it out. See how that boundary feels about making the agreement with yourself about what you're going to do. Bring some intentionality into your indulgence. And I've I've definitely tried this. Um, for the most part, I don't do desserts, but I will make a plan. For example, my mom makes fruitcake every year. And I know a lot of people don't like fruitcake. You love I, it. Yeah. I love fruitcake. And I've made an agreement with myself that when my mom makes it, I'm going to have a piece. Now, I'm not going to eat half the loaf um, because truthfully, even though I, I do love fruitcake, it's something that you only need a little bit of because it's so rich. So I, I just know every year, yeah, I'm going to have a piece. I'm not going to eat a ton of it, um, but it's something that I do. So I have some intentionality about it. And then after, I'm like, okay, that was good. And I don't have any more. And you and also feel like you've participated in the tradition, which is yes. part of what it is, too. The food sometimes is related to tradition of Christmas time yes. or holiday time. 
And the tradition of people around you saying, ew, that's gross. How can you eat that? (laughs) Um, I think that this intentionality coming into it is really great. And it could also apply to alcohol because alcohol is going to be very flowing very freely through the holiday time. And I think it's pretty common that sometimes people will overindulge. And then as soon as you overindulge in alcohol, then those inhibitions are down and you're more likely to eat some of the treats. So back to the face down. Right, exactly. So I think that um, especially if you're trying to maintain some good habits, being intentional about, yes, I will have a glass of wine, but I'm not going to have three glasses of wine because then I'll eat 16 cookies. And then whatever you've had planned for your your food and for your nutrition is kind of off the rails. So I like the idea of before you go to a holiday party, to your family function, just thinking to yourself, okay, this is what my plan is, and then doing the best you can to stick with it. Absolutely. All right. So next we're going to talk about fitness. So everybody gets busy during the holidays and often the first thing to go is their workout plan. And I think this is an example of what not to do because physical activity will not only help relieve stress and help manage anxiety, which often can come up at the holiday time, but it will also lead to better weight regulation during a time when calorie dense foods are the norm. So we can call it weight regulation. We can also just call it keeping your body feeling good, especially when you're going to be indulging potentially in some extra food and drinks that might be calorie dense. So you could also use the holiday time. And this is something Jenny and I were talking about for lots of habits. But with when it comes to fitness in particular, you could use the holiday time to experiment with a new workout or a way to get fit. So if you have a bit more time away from your regular schedule or away from work, you could experiment with a new outdoor sport that will help you embrace winter. So this for me, in the last five, six years, I love winter because I love snowboarding. And I used to hate winter. I hated the darkness of it, the cold, the snow. And now I'm like, bring the snow because I'm so excited to go snowboarding all of the time. So Mm -hmm. this is, for me, how I've embraced winter. And you could go snowshoeing or cross-country skiing or just play in the snow with your kids or go downhill skiing or whatever it might be. Uh, The holiday time is a good time to maybe experiment with one of those things. So if you're not if you're not into outdoor sports, you could also, if you wanted to do something different, head to the mall or to a space where there's a place to walk and do some laps. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get that new activity locked in during the holidays, it'll give you a head start on your fitness for the new year. Absolutely, and I think too when you have um, perhaps some time off, you don't realize how much time you have during the day. And it's a good thing. Like you have the extra time. Why not go get out a little bit, get moving? I think it's, uh, I think that's a great idea. And like you said, try something different. Maybe that's the time that instead of, you know, if you sit on the couch every night watching Christmas movies, which is amazing, why not pepper in one night at the ski hill? Sure. Or if you're, we talked about adding other habits. So if you have this extra time during the day, maybe this could be when you experiment finally with sitting down and doing 10 minutes of meditation. If you've wanted to try it, but it just hasn't fit into your schedule, maybe this is the time to experiment with that new, uh, new habit or adding in gratitude journaling or any of the habits that Jenny and I talk about regularly on the podcast. This might be the time to see if it fits into your world, see if you like it, see if you can experiment with a little bit. And then if you like it, maybe take it with you into 2020. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Smart. Smart. Um, So the next one is track your habits or use the strategy of monitoring to stay on track with your habits over the holidays. I think this is a great idea. So food logs, 
activity trackers, fitness watches, or even a simple calendar are good ways to help keep tabs on how often you're exercising. So tracking your daily progress can make you more conscious of your health habits and alert you when you're starting to slide. Uh, as we've reported on in the past, our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin says that the act of monitoring improves habits even without making a conscious choice to change them. Right. So we've talked about this on, in the past, even using something like MyFitnessPal to track your food. If mm-hmm. you, it goes back to that intentionality you talked about with um, picking one piece of fruitcake. If you know you're going to have to put it into the app, every single piece of delicious treat that you eat in the holidays, you're less likely to eat a whole tray full of delicious cookies because you know yeah. that that app is kind of keeping you on track with monitoring. So if this is something that appeals to you, the idea of using some tech or even just writing stuff down, this can be a really great way to make sure that you stay on track with your habits through the holidays. Great idea. And uh, here's another one that's important, maybe the most important, skip the shame. Mm -hmm. It's possible that you might go off track during the holidays. And if you do, don't give up. If you have a day that doesn't go as planned and you revel in all the awesomeness and you have excessive fun and treats, use it as an opportunity to learn and grow, set a new goal, reset, move forward. Totally giving up and going completely off the rails when you're hab- with your habits will just make it harder for you to get back on track when the new year rolls around. And oftentimes that's what people do. They're like, oh, I'll just throw it all in. And then I'll, on January 1st, something's going to change and I'll get back on track. If you can take anything from what Jenny and I are talking about today, it's that January 1st isn't some magic day where all of a sudden something's going to happen. If you start now and really focus on trying to keep your habits in check through the holiday time, it's just going to be a nice transition into the new year and the new decade. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, let's move on to a segment that uh, we call Ooh, Me Likey. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, and random internet hilarity that we found and we feel like maybe you'll find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. And in uh, the category of pure frivolity and fun, I love festive manicures. So because I work with my hands, I have to keep my nails very short, and I very rarely get a manicure or get my nails painted because it just doesn't seem worth it because I just have these short nails that are constantly working and then the manicure gets ruined. But at Christmas time, I love going to the spa, getting a manicure that has something sparkly, something that's like Christmas related. So um, I definitely am going to put a photo in the show notes of my latest fun Christmas festive manicure. So look for that. Love it. Very cool. Maybe I shall do the same. Okay. I've been for one in a very, very long time. So I like it. Um, So I'm liking a movie. It's a movie that actually came out back in 2017. And at the time I wanted to see it, just never got around to it. But anyway, it's on Netflix now and it is The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. Do you know what I'm talking about? I love Hugh Jackman. He's so great. He really is. He's so talented. So last night I was just sitting on the couch and Jeff and Ethan were out and I just watched this movie by myself, which is a pretty rare thing. And oh my gosh, I really, really enjoyed it. So this is not, so it's about P.T. Barnum, but it is not a fictional account. There's like a loose, like, yes, he um, kind of like form the circus and and oh you mean it's not like a biographical account it is a fictional account yeah so like the characters are 
like real, like his wife, Charity, that was like he had a wife named Charity, but the events that happen in it are not real. Like okay. there's a lot of things that happen that I ended up looking up because I was curious about and it's not. So it's kind of a, a different take on it. Um, and I would say probably a more generous take okay. on his life. Uh, in some ways, but it's just a really cool movie and it's really beautifully done. The music's really cool in it. And, and he does a lot of singing in it, doesn't he? He's, so he's like, a, he's a really great singer. Yeah. And I had seen before, there were videos online of the rehearsals for this movie. Yeah. And he had recently had like a operation on his throat and he wasn't supposed to be singing. Um, and so he was there for rehearsals and he was there and he was supposed to just be watching and like getting to know the other actors and he couldn't stop himself from singing because it's so contagious and oh, the cool. other um, actors are just so good and he just couldn't stop him. It was really cool to watch because he's like trying to stop himself from doing it, but he just couldn't help but join in. Cool. All right. Yeah, I haven't so seen it. So I, I'll check it out because I really like Hugh Jackman and I, I have wanted to watch that movie. So I'm glad it's on Netflix. I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. And you know, um, Michelle Williams plays his wife. Oh yeah, which I didn't I didn't realize she was in it. That's the girl who was on Dawson's Creek back in the day. That Michelle yeah, Williams. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it's really good. You should check it out. Okay, definitely. All right, let's move on to you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate, or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. All right, I'm up for the win this week, and my win is well-timed vacations. So this episode is going to drop on December the 19th, and Jenny and I are actually recording it on December the 8th. So John and I are leaving this Tuesday, which is December 10th. So basically it'll be back in time as you're listening to this on December 19th. And we're going to Kelowna, British Columbia, and we're going to Big White Ski Resort to do some snowboarding. And I have some relatives that live in Kelowna. John has a friend that lives there and we are super excited. And the reason why this is well-timed is um, I mentioned last week on the podcast that um, we lost John's mom in November. And obviously that's put us in a space where there's a ton of stress and a ton of, you know, not the nicest stuff going on. And we're in need of a bit of a perspective change. And we are very excited to go see some mountains and be active and just like spend some time together. So um, I'm, I think it's really well timed and we are super pumped. So as a result of the fact that we're recording this on December the 8th and it will drop on December 19th, I will put some pictures in the show notes of the vacation so people can see the mountains, see what we did. And you can probably follow along on the Instagram and see what we're doing as well. Love it. Very cool. All right. I'm up for the learn. And so I mentioned to you, I'd recently gone through the process of taking all my photos and uploading them to iCloud. We talked about this. Yeah, that's a big job. It was. And it was days. Um, There were a lot of photos, I think around 130 gigabytes or something. Wow. So I debated, I kind of hummed and hawed about using iCloud um, because there is a monthly and then annual cost of using it. But after weighing it out, I decided it was worth it for the benefit of having my photos safe. And it's very cool that they're accessible across all my devices without actually having to have them stored on the devices, taking up space. Sure. So I I felt really, really good about this until I got my recent internet bill. 
So it turns out that I went way over my internet usage for my uploads, which I didn't even think about, um, to the tune of just over a hundred dollars in extra charges. Oh no. Cause it was, I can't remember what the price was like per gigabyte, but yeah. And it was funny because the warning came up. Like, have you ever got that warning? Like that you're getting close to your. Yeah. Mine's all unlimited. So I don't worry about it so um, much. Yeah. I should probably look into that. But yeah, that's something that's, I wouldn't have even thought about it necessarily because mine's unlimited. But if you do have internet where you're paying, you only have a certain amount of gigabytes that you can do an upload with. Yeah. Or download or stream or whatever and it might be. It's never been an issue before. And it was funny because when I got the, I'm pretty sure like our billing cycle turned over a couple days later, but anyway, I didn't realize that I was getting that close. So, but I mean, realistically, well, I've, I have come very close before to losing all of my photos. Yeah. And you would and pay way more than a hundred dollars to get them back if that was the case. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Well, that I is, mean, that is a learn. <laughs> It's a win and a learn, right? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know if you are having any challenges with your habits through the holiday season or if you have any strategies that you're using that we could pass on to our listeners. And uh, from Jenny and I, have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We are going to be here every Thursday as per usual, but um, the next episode that drops after this one will be December 26th. So Merry Christmas. And uh, as always, get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss a show. We also have a Facebook group, so search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. You know, I think that DayQuil and NyQuil are, um, like, can be part of a really good gratitude practice. Last night, I was washing my face, and I was so overcome by the fact that we have hot water in our house. Oh, that's amazing. And that we are able to, that we can generate income and provide a home for ourselves. Like, I think about it, I'm like, that's just mind-blowing that we can, like, and I realized, I was like, I am so high right now. (laughs) This DayQuil chased with a NyQuil is spectacular. Oh my goodness.